I use inertia now. I'm really happy with inertia. Exactly. Um, but I, I also did a lot of view in the past. Um, I did some React. I'm working on an app in React Native. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's completely different as well. I played around with Go and Python a little bit, but yeah, I, I you, you can't go wrong with Laravel. So right. it's Laravel. Yeah. Then exactly. Uh, they would mark it as, uh, as as the best answer, and I was like yeah. so happy because I learned something, but mm-hmm. they learned something as well. Yeah. And so from there on, I tried a lot of things and. Um, yeah, I just learned a lot of cool things from that. And by building applications and asking, uh, answering those questions together, I did. A, uh, I just got a lot of knowledge and a know-how of the framework. Um, yeah, so it's the first time for me to India, indeed, and I'm very excited about it. I, I really want to know the culture and. Um, I heard a lot of good things about the food. Uh, I just need to prepare for eating a little bit more spicy, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. We will have a lot of spicy food, so I would just <laughs> have to prepare for that. But uh, yeah, I'm all good for that. Uh, I'm really excited. It's like uh, one and a half month ago. Uh, in, in one and a half month, we will have the conference. So uh, it's really yeah. crazy. It's really close. So uh, yeah, very excited about India. And also very excited about the, the people there. Um, I think it's a huge venue. There's a lot of people there. So Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be amazing, amazing people. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, Bobby, what do you know about India and uh, anything you like excited other than the food? Anything you know? Well, I know there's a lot of huge uh, statues, um, <laughs> which, which I really like. Like those are like huge statues, and that's really awesome. Like, how did they even build those things, and how did they even get on those places? Like, somewhere like on mountain tops, it's crazy how they got there. So. Yes. Um, I'm really like I really like the idea behind that how they got there just like Egypt with the uh, pyramids yeah like it's crazy how they were built mm-hmm. and the same with the statues yeah um so I would love to see some of those um yes. yeah so uh I always ask this question and uh, this is like uh, my fun stuff for podcast so what's your native language what do you speak in day-to-day life with your family and teach me one word from that language and i will teach you one hindi word which will be helpful to you when you will be here in india oh that's fun okay let me think about the word um so first uh, uh first uh, i'm i'm dutch so i'm from the netherlands uh, we speak dutch here um it's actually the same language as you speak in uh, belgium but it, we have a different accent but they're very similar um and it also looks a little bit like german i guess uh, but okay. yeah it's, it's still a different language there are two different languages uh, but yeah, Dutch is a really hard language to learn because we have a lot of rules and those kind of things. But for me, it's really uh-huh. natural, so I, I don't have a really hard word. So I, I think I got a word. Um, it's called ijsberen. Sorry. Um, yeah, ijsberen. Ice. Ijsberen. Berem. Yeah, beren. Yeah, With an Sorry, n at the end. Ijsberen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Beer, yeah, beer and ice beer. Ice beer. Yeah. And there's no natural translation to English because if you would translate it to English, it would be polar bearing, which is not an actual word. But it basically means uh, that you're pacing around the room and you're thinking mm-hmm. in your head. So you're like, uh-huh. just like when you're in your home or you're, you're in the library or somewhere and you're just walking around from back to forth and thinking in your head. That's what we call ice beer, uh, mm-hmm. which is like 
polar bearing in English, I guess. But there's no official translation, and uh, that's like a, a Dutch word that we use often. So that's really awesome. Yeah, that's a nice, nice word. <laughs> nice word. So if I have to remember this word, I'm going. I need to create a picture around that. So it's like ice bearum, bearum. Yeah. Okay, so I will I will remember this word with a scene like uh, uh, Barry is running over ice. So ice Barry run. So ice oh, Barry. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I learned another amazing word, ice Baron, and which means that you are sitting in home and thinking about something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's really pacing around. So you're walking around. Oh, so you're, you're not walking. sitting, you're, you're not walking sitting. around walking. and then thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Walking and thinking. Wow, yeah. good. Okay, now it's my turn. So one Hindi word. So you said you are going to, uh, you are excited about the food and the spicy food here. So uh, what should I teach you? Okay. Well, teach me non-spicy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, spice, do you know what spice uh, we call in Hindi? No, 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 I, I don't okay. know any Hindi words. Okay, I, I'm going to teach you the translation of spice. Spice is masala. Masala. Masala, yeah, simple. Masala, yeah. Yeah, masala. So masala means the spices, the spice. So if you say that this, uh, uh, this curry is very spicy, this food is spicy, we said that this food is having a lot of masala. And uh, there is a like... Uh, spicy food we call it masale dar food so okay. masala dar masale dar masala, masala is a spice dari. masala yeah. is a spice and if any food is mas if any food is having a lot of mas a lot of spices then we call it masale dar lots of masala inside it okay so dar means means a lot right yeah, yeah. Dar, yeah. you you can think about that. Masala dar, dar means a lot. Uh, yeah. in, not actually a lot, but you can think about like, um, how can I explain? Masala dar, um, having lots of masala, having lots of spices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A yeah. Build, with, build with lots of spices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah so this is yeah masala dar and masala is a spice so uh i just i need to recall one more time ice berry run so ice baron nice nice very good <laughs> masala yeah. I, I will remember that when i see the food somewhere uh, and i see masala i will just skip it and then uh, i will survive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure good one good one okay so uh i hope this this make uh, the environment lighter and now let's really start the cool part uh, I just want to know like uh, where you work and apart from Laravel which obviously you are using what language or what framework you do uh, like you use or do you use anything else other than the uh, other other than Laravel so what's your job actually what you're what you do yeah, so I work at Hospitable um, and uh, we, we give hosts their time back, which basically means uh, we have a platform for your rentals. So if you're renting out a house, like an Airbnb, for example, uh, we we automated everything around that. So uh -huh. messaging, um, calendars, your teammates, or think about your cleaner, for example, and you mm -hmm. need to tell them to which house they need to go to clean that house and wh what time. Uh, after each uh, checkout, uh, before every check-in, for example, we can automate all of that for you. Uh, so that's the platform that we're building. And that's all built on Laravel. Uh -huh. um, so Great. that's really nice. 
Um, and in the past, I worked like with just regular PHP. And um, on my first job, I've, I worked with Kohana, which is like a really old framework now. I think it doesn't get an update. It doesn't get any updates anymore. But okay. I think the last update was in 2016. So that's a really old framework at this point. Uh, so I work yeah. with Kohana. So Kohana um, was the PHP framework. Yeah, it's a PHP framework. Yeah, yeah. First time yeah. it's I not heard really about that this. known. Yeah, exactly. So it's not that really that known. Um, mm -hmm. It was pretty popular at that point. Okay. Um, I was working at a really small company that was mm -hmm. using that, um, and then from there on, basically, I went to Laravel, and I basically mm -hmm. only did Laravel and Symfony at that point. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, my focus was always Laravel. So I did some Symfony projects because uh, at the company I worked, we had Symfony projects. Uh, but all new projects were done in Laravel. So, uh, yeah. so any anything apart from Laravel, any other language or framework you use? Or just Laravel all the time? Yeah, just Laravel. Yeah, just Laravel. And then, of course, front-end, we have like... Uh, I use Inertia now. I'm really happy with Inertia. Exactly. Um, but I, I also did a lot of Vue in the past. Um, I did some React. I'm working on an app in React Native. Uh, that's completely different as well. I played around with Go and Python a little bit, but yeah, I, I you, you can't go wrong with Laravel. So right. just Laravel. Yeah. When I heard, when I read about you and I saw that hospitable, sorry, what, what do you call it? Hospi hospitable. Hospitable. Yeah. Hospitable. hospitable. So yeah. I was first first realized that oh, is this going to do something related to hospitals? <laughs> When no, no, no. When, when, <laughs> no, no, no. you clarify that it's not related to hospital anymore. And yeah, so hospitable uh, yeah. basically means that you're um that you're a nice host, right? Uh, you're yeah, you're a nice host uh, to someone else. So it's like host pitable. Yeah, think, exactly. Like, yeah. Right, host yeah. pitable, not hospitable. Yeah, yeah but you say it like hospitable. I think that's a more yeah. easy way to say it, but uh yeah. yeah. But it's Good. it's from based on the host name, right? Yeah. Great, great. So Tell me about the Bobby before the uh, programming, how you evolve into the programming. How was your school days? How was your life before the programming and how you came into the programming? So I think I started programming when I was like 12 years old, like really young already. Um, I was like a nerd at school and uh, we had this, we, we could pick extra classes. We could either um, pick sports classes mm -hmm. or beta classes. So I went for the beta classes and we did like all things with building robots and doing science things. Um, but Ooh. there was also a lot of informatics in there. So we were doing a lot of computer stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I was like, when I was 12, we had an exercise uh, in our informatics class where we had to build a website and it was really like basic, right? We had to build a table layout. That was the thing with just a little bit of inline CSS. That was the only thing uh -huh. we had to build. And I was the only one in the class that had a 10 for it. So uh, I was like, this is my thing. I'm going to do this. So from then on, I just started experimenting with PHP, watching videos. Um, and then, mm -hmm. yeah, at some point I started doing Laravel and then went on from that. So I've, I think during my first internship, I went full-time on Laravel. And before mm -hmm. that, I was just playing around with it. And before my interest, so when I went to college, I was 16. Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I I was I was studying informatics, um, mm -hmm. and we were doing like Java and C plus plus and wow. those kind of languages for school. Mm -hmm. um, but I was like only like a few months, and then we would move on to another framework or another language and a different assignment. Um, but yeah, at some point I had to pick an internship. But before I, I picked an internship, I I already was like, okay, I'm 16, 17 now. I just want to get a lot of knowledge of programming. So I just went to a company and said, I want to work here. And the guy there just hired me. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, he was like, 
I, I see a future in you. So he just hired wow. me and then I started working there. And there was like one other programmer. Yeah. He was like the lead programmer and he taught me everything. So mm-hmm. together we we did a lot of cool stuff, mostly in Kohana, but it was basically just PHP with, with an OOP structure. Right. Um, so that was really nice. I learned a lot from that. And from there on, I, I could do things on my own. Uh, started using using Laravel, building applications on my own mm-hmm. uh, for like family and friends, those kind of things. Um, and during my internship, I went full time on Laravel. Um, wow. I built a full full blown CMS. I think that was Laravel five dot one or something. Um, okay, so it it was five, around five like zero, 2016. Uh, yeah, exactly. Something like 15, that. Yeah. 16 around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That that's when I went. Uh, that's when I built the full uh, CMS. Yeah. Um, in Laravel, and I learned a lot from that period, mm-hmm. and that's also where I started doing Laracast and stuff. So um, that was a good combination, <laughs> like learning a lot of things, helping other people, yes. and getting to know more from that. So it was a really good combination. Right, right. So uh, you you have, I think you are the top contributor of Laracast. I'm the, I'm the number three now, I guess. I'm number, number three. three now, but who's number yeah, one now? Uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think he's number two. There, there, there's someone else number one. I, I don't know which one is number one, but uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Martin actually worked with me at Pfizer. So uh, I, I know. And when I joined Pfizer and I realized that, hey, Martin is here, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Top contributor is going to work with me. I want him to review my PRs. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, but, nice. Yeah. But sadly, he's in different uh, team, uh, not uh, exactly communicating with me. But uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's really great. So uh, talking about the Laracast contribution, you said you you started contributing because it was a learning process but as well as you are going to help others so how was the like like that is started what was the the first thing you came that came into your mind that that motivated you to keep on helping a people at Laracast especially and why only Laracast because there are a lot of other places like Stack Overflow is really amazing for the contributions so yeah, yeah, why yeah. just Laracast and how it is started actually well actually I was like to get some Laravel knowledge I was watching like net thoughts all the time and Jeffrey Way was already on there right. um, and then Jeffrey Way started Laracast and I was I think I was like one of the first to sign up or at least oh. watch videos on there Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't start contributing on the forum right away, but um, yeah, when doing that CMS period or where I was building a CMS, I had a few questions like how I can structure things, how can I do things? And I started asking those things and then people started helping me and right. I was just clicking around through the forum. I was like, hey, I can help these people as well because I've learned a lot of things. Maybe I can help them. And so from there on, I started helping and then I started seeing questions where I didn't know the answer. And I was like, mm-hmm. in the evenings, uh, every evening, I was like, three or four hours on Laracast going wow. through those questions and trying things out like locally, trying uh-huh. things, uh, testing things out until I got the answer and then sent the answer to them. Like, <laughs> you can do it this way. And then exactly uh, they would mark it as, uh, as, as the best answer. And I was like yeah. so happy because I learned something, but they learned something as well. Yeah. And so from there on, I tried a lot of things. And um, yeah, I just learned a lot of cool things from that. And by building applications and asking uh, answering those questions together, I did. A, I just got a lot of knowledge and know-how of the framework, but also mm-hmm. on how things just work in Laravel itself, like really deep inside the core of Laravel. Um, and I'm still like leveraging from that information mm-hmm. till this day because like the core of Laravel, how Eloquent works, hasn't really been changed in the past years. Um, 
So I actually really know how, how these queries are built up because I needed that information to answer one of those questions at that point. So um, it's really valuable to know that information. Mm -hmm. So have you ever tried uh, like answering on other platforms like a Stack Overflow? I, I tried Stack Overflow, but it, um, it just wasn't for me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I found it, uh, it just that? wasn't for me. What's that? Uh, I think it was just like the layout. It was, it was, it wasn't uh, just working for me. It, it, it looked really crowded and um, there were a lot of like unstructured questions, I guess. Um, yeah, exactly. And I think focusing on one platform, you can really like help someone because you can go back to the same question a few times a day. Uh, but yeah, you can't do that if you're, mm -hmm. uh, if, if you're like on five forums, then you can't mm -hmm. help people all the time. You can just answer right. once and then someone else will reply and, and I think back in the days with Laracast, there were like not that many users at that point. Right. Even there were a lot of people who just that, asked one question. Yeah. Even we, we didn't were, have that rating thing, like contributors, um, top contributors. I, I think there was already a rating, um, but it was more like there were not like a million people on there. Right. Uh, so uh, there were like maybe 10,000 people on there. Mm -hmm. So the amount of questions was doable to keep exactly. up with all the questions. And at this point, there are so many questions a day. You can't keep up with it. So <laughs> uh, back then I could really like check out every question every day mm -hmm. and try to answer it and get a reply from the the person who who, who asked it and then also answer it within that time frame. Yeah. Um, but Great. now if you reply somewhere, mm -hmm. then within two hours, like five other people also reply. <laughs> also reply. <laughs> um, so it's not really a personal thing anymore. So yeah. that's also probably maybe a reason why I'm not that active anymore. And also... Mm -hmm. I, like one and a half year ago, I got a kid. So it's really like taking up a right. lot of time. Uh, and I also want to spend time with the family. So right. I'm not doing like those three, four hour grinds on the evening for Laracost anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I just click it open, try to help someone. And then maybe the next day and maybe the next day not. So right. uh, just a little yeah. bit, uh, yeah. I'm just laying lower now. And let's see if someone else can be in the top 10 in the future. Who knows? Exactly. Exactly. So is that happens? happen to you like uh, if you are doing something and you realize that oh i know the answer of this i have replied back then to some people and you you're searching your answer on laracast is that happened to you yeah it happens all the time and also like people <laughs> just reply to me like hey i found an answer from you on laracast which was like six years ago and people still <laughs> see that as relevant so that's that's yeah. crazy and that's also like an important thing about how laravel hasn't been changed in the last couple of years yeah. where it got like a lot of new features but like the core it hasn't been changed yes, uh, exactly. so that's really powerful maybe some methods are a little bit different or mm -hmm. there's maybe some extra parameters or there's a, a nicer way to do it now but like the core features are still the same and the same principles are still mm -hmm. uh, there so that makes it really powerful and that also makes Laracast, i think one of the best resources to find your answers exactly. if you have a question a really specific right. question at least right I have tried uh, contributing to the Laracast when I was starting learning Laravel, but um, I, suddenly I realized that, okay, so writing is not my thing. <laughs> I can create videos. That's okay. I can create 10 hour course, but I cannot write 10 minutes because I don't know what happened when I write. Suddenly my mind stopped working. I, hey, what I have to type. <laughs> I can code for a long hours, but I cannot reply and sit back and reply to people so that's why i started my youtube channel and this happened to me like uh, whenever i stuck somewhere like hey i already have the video for this just go check how it works yeah. and boom <laughs> very good yeah, yeah, like, you're doing great <laughs> and get back to work 
so it's really helpful and not not only for you as i said as you said like if you are creating uh, something uh, content on internet create in a way that not only you get benefit but people also get benefit like you and me and people are doing so you are not only just helping others you are helping yourself you are learning things you are if you are creating videos like me you are creating uh, a community around you like if you are contributing to any platform like laracast the con- the community is really amazing and huge and that really helpful and that's that's how and that's why laravel is so famous right yeah uh, really if you're a contributor to the community then then the computer community loves you right so um if you if you do a lot of things then people will notice you and they will know where to find you and i'm still getting like replies from people like you're the laracast guy so that's that's really awesome and i i think if i didn't do the laracast thing and uh, but still had the knowledge of laravel i wouldn't be speaking on laracon like that's oh. a huge difference as well so yeah. Exactly. Um, it's like uh and, and that's like that brought so many opportunities and so many new mm-hmm. friends and people around the world i met and there's there's like if i'm going to laracon eu uh so in europe the the one yeah um, my friends are always there they always go to every mm-hmm. laracon and i just always meet them there even though they're not speakers and we are we only met them uh, we only meet on laracon mm-hmm. and we see each other every year that that's so awesome that that's so cool right. that that's possible and um, right. like those kind of opportunities are like priceless you, you can't do anything yeah, for that but exactly like being part of a community is, is mm-hmm. exactly laravel yeah yeah so i think that's the really real power of uh, laravel and connected to this my second question uh connected <clears throat> question is like the community has created laravel i think obviously the real creator of laravel we call taylor otwell but in my opinion uh, if you if you take taylor aside which we can't but the community has taken laravel to a new height why why it's not for any other framework or any other language what do you think why people are stucking with laravel why not even just with other php framework or any other framework of other languages Like, What's I special think, about I, Laravel? Yeah, I think I think it, it first started with Laravel itself, right? So it, Laravel itself is really focused on getting things done quickly. So you can start up your application really quickly. There's a lot of tools that are uh, available right away. You have a queue, you have notifications, those kind of things are really powerful. Um, but also like the community around it, there are so many products and tools that you can get just from community members. It's crazy. Like it's crazy how much tools Marcel has been building like the oh. past couple of years. Um, which are like so powerful for Laravel itself. Mm. Um, like those kind of things are crazy and you, you don't see that in any other community. So mm-hmm. um, I think that that's like the power of Laravel and like the conferences are just are just a, the top of the mountain, right? It's just a small thing, but everything around it, like Laracast, Laravel.io, um, all those tools are really powerful. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really, really good thing. And I have not seen this kind of community, this kind of support from the community in any other framework or any other programming language this is really yeah me huge. neither and like it's crazy yeah really, it's, really it's, huge yeah. 
Okay, let's get back to your career. And uh, you, <laughs> before before this job you are doing at hospital, uh, hospitable, hospitable, yeah, hospitable, hospitable. You were Laravel evangelist. What's this thing? I can't pronounce even. Uh, what what is this mean? And how was that job? Or is yeah, so even it's, a not, job? it's not really. It's not really a job. It's more like a uh, so it it's translated. So it it I I would say it is Laravel evangelist. Yeah, evangelist. Really, yeah, sorry, evangelist sorry. sounds really fancy. Evangelist, but exactly. basically, I just I just convert people to use Laravel. That's that's the basic oh, idea behind. You don't it. need that. So <laughs> I, I just why, tell why them, you like, need to do this. Well, if, some people do need it though. But like <laughs> evangelist is more like saying. Um, that you're really behind the the mm. product or something, and in yeah. this case the framework, I'm really behind it. Um, I really can advocate for it that it's really the thing that you need. Uh, but I'm I'm like um, if if Symphony is the better choice for you, then I will stand behind you. So it's not that like I will kill you if you don't use Laravel. It's not like I'm gonna hold a gun on your head saying you have to use Laravel. Uh, but um, I can tell you anything about Laravel that what makes it great, uh, what the community is behind it and those kind of things. And I think that makes me a little bit of a, a Laravel evangelist so I can help people to uh, decide on that. Um, yeah, build a business around it, for example. At my previous company, we also used a lot of Laravel and I think I was the one that started it um, okay. and they're still using Laravel at this point. So um, yeah, we hire people just for Laravel, right? So that that's mm. like a completely thing. I, we we changed the company from being non-Laravel <laughs> to Laravel. Laravel. So yeah, okay. so that's awesome. Yeah, evangelist, Laravel evangelist, evangelist, yes. evangelist, evangelist, evangelist. evangelist. Yeah. evangelist. Yes. Okay, so a lot of new new words on this podcast for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, right? <laughs> You're learning <Yeah>. too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> evangelist. Good, good one. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's switch gear to the book you have written, Laravel Secret. So, yes. is it firstly is this a book or a course or both? It, it's like it's an ebook, so it, it's just a book. Oh, uh, there, there's no course connected to it. Um, okay, it's, so, it's almost two hundred so, pages. Yeah. yeah. So there are a lot of like courses, books, ebooks. Even we have a Laracast. You have a bit fumes. <laughs> so. Why another ebook? What's the special thing about Laravel Secret? And uh, those who are listening, if they want to get that book, why they should pick Laravel Secret? Yeah, so I think, um, first of all, I wanted to write a book at some point in my life. So uh, when my buddy uh, Stefan contacted me, like, do you want to write a book together? Mm. I was like, I'm I'm gonna do this. Let's do this. So then we had to, of course, think about how what we're going to write, and then um, he came up with Laravel Secrets, um, and it's really focused on like the hidden things in Laravel, and there's a lot of knowledge in there that we um, we got from just using Laravel over the past few years. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just gotchas, and there's like shortcuts and certain methods that you are not uh, that are not in the documentation or that are hard to find. Um, or maybe they are documented, but they're just harder to find or mm -hmm. uh, they're written down in a different way. Uh, exactly. But everything is in there that, that might be a little bit more hidden. Um, and we also wrote a lot of chapters on how to use design patterns or certain, certain design patterns and um, like just how, how you can use Laravel with everything that's in there. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a lot of um, power that's inside Laravel that a lot of people don't know about or not, don't know how to use. Um, so that's why we've written the book. And I think we also 
at least that that was my thing i really wanted to focus the book on the why part and not the mm -hmm. what part so yeah. why do we write this code why do we use oh, this shortcut or why do we okay. use this method instead of this method like mm -hmm. the reason behind it is more important than how you do it in the end Exactly. Um, and I think that a lot of books are missing that. Like a lot of, right. especially in the Laravel world, there's a lot of basic stuff. Like how do you set up a block controller and how mm. do you uh, return a view? But mm. there's like a lot more advanced stuff and I was missing that a little bit. So exactly. um, yeah, Laravel Secrets, we, we had to finish it at some point, but I would like to return at some point with a book or a course with a more advanced thing. Mm -hmm. uh, like even even more advanced than Laravel Secrets. Okay, so so basically, uh, if you if you read any other book, you will get how to do it things in Laravel. Yeah. If it is basic, advanced, whatever it is, but Laravel secrets teach you why you are doing it. If you say auth, yeah, exactly auth yeah. ID like all functional, why you are doing this? So what is the reason yeah, exactly. behind it? And uh, because if you know why you are doing things, you can do you can actually invent something else from your own. You can actually think about that. Oh, if this is because of that thing, I can maybe use something else instead of this. So exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this is actually not only just teaching you, but it's opening your mind for the Laravel inner things or how Laravel actually build. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, wow. so it's a really a deep dive into Laravel. Yeah. Um, but also the why in Laravel, right? So, and I think that that will help you in any programming challenge that you have. So, if you if you understand what you're going to build and exactly. why you're building it, yeah. um, then you can also understand better how to code it, I guess. And right, but okay. the why part is really important for that. Yeah, yeah. I have not tried uh, reading this book, but surely after this podcast, I'm really excited for the Laravel today, <laughs> and I'm going to get that one one copy and. Uh, after that, I will give you one feedback. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. So let's get more into the coding and uh, uh, tell me like uh, you talked about some uh, design patterns, oops concept we have. So what do you think like for a beginner who is just starting into the Laravel, what should they focus? What should they focus on? Do they need to focus on the the principle the style of writing or do they need to focus on building logic and completing the task what should be the real step for a beginner yeah so uh, when i talk with a beginner programmer um i always tell them like you have to make the flight hours right you have to do a lot of practicing before you can really focus on the in other things like like code style isn't really that important right it, it might help you to get cleaner code and um to get give it easier to make it easier on your own mind like if you have like if else statements everywhere um then it's really hard to read the code so it might help you to make your code easier to read um but it's not the most important thing the most important thing is understanding what you're doing and uh, so doing a lot of things is more important and, and try to build that right so first build a block and then maybe build a small web shop and maybe then build a CMS or something like grow every time in what you're building. And mm. from there on, you will do a lot of, um, you will, you will get a lot of knowledge and experience in building Laravel. Uh, and from there on, you can build anything basically. And um, I think what's also really important is that you know how to Google 
That, that's like an, a thing. <laughs> exactly. um, like I Google everything as well. I don't, I don't know all the syntax out of my head. I'm, I have the documentation open all day. Um, and it, that's fine, right? Uh, I'm, I'm a senior programmer, but I need the documentation as well. It's perfectly fine. I don't know the syntax out of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use the documentation for everything. And uh, I even look up like relationships on how to set them up. I, I don't know them right. out of my head. I don't need to because the documentation is very clear about them. I just mm-hmm. go to the example, copy it, and then that's it. And it works. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that that's like, also don't don't punish yourself if you're like trying to get everything right in the first time. It's all right mm-hmm. if you don't. You will learn from it and by making mistakes. If you do everything right in the first time, um, you're like perfect and that doesn't exist. So uh, yeah, you have to make mistakes to get better. And okay, that's so, fine. So basically uh, you said that like, if you, if I'm a beginner, I should not focus too much on the principles and the styling and all these things. I should focus on completing and building the stuffs. I can, yeah. I can move to that in advanced things later. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. you are probably like, if, even if you're like start out from the beginning and you're like setting up classes and you're mm-hmm. using OOP and stuff. And uh, at some point you will you start using design patterns, for example, without even noticing, right? You're already uh-huh. using those, but you just don't recognize them. That's a difference. That That's like the why part again, right? So why do you use this structure? Because there's a design pattern behind it, because there's that's someone cool. already thought about these design patterns and they know exactly why they are used to and what you mm-hmm. can use them for, um, but you're probably already using them. So, mm-hmm. um, so that that's a you don't don't think about that stuff. Like you can learn it later. Um, as your beginner, okay. just try to make a lot of hours, try to build things, um, and of course, don't forget about writing tests. That that's the hard <laughs> part. But um, you also, if you understand that from the beginning, like a lot mm-hmm. of things get a lot easier. So, uh, testing so is when, really yeah. So when when should people or when should beginner think about writing test on the day one or like. Uh, when when I, I should start thinking about tests? Well, ideally from day one, but I, I also mm. uh, get that, um, that, that then you need to learn like two things at the same time. Um, so that might be hard, but you can always write tests after you're done. So if you build your blog post, then you can write tests for your blog post. And at that point, you don't have to write really advanced tests or you don't have to mock things. You don't have to swap right, things. Right. You can just use, um, if I visit this page, do I see this text? And that's the only test if you if you have in there. That's perfectly mm-hmm. fine because you have done the basics test at that point. And then on the next project, you can look into queue faking, for example, or mm-hmm. uh, notification right. faking and so on. So from there, mm-hmm. you, you can grow in that as well. So but okay. maybe if you're like right. working on one feature, you're adding emails to it or sending emails to it, also add in that, that part of the testing. And then right. from there on, you're just learning one component, right? You're learning emails, uh, but also the testing part. And mm-hmm. that makes it powerful to learn all those specific things from Laravel. Exactly. So for a beginner, the step will be like first to start focusing on building things and completing things. But at the same time, if you can digest, just start writing tests from the day one. Otherwise, yeah, the second sure. step will be surely to write the tests and see how you can verify that your code is working without you verifying that. And finally, if you are, when you are done with these two things, then as you said, maybe you are using some pattern or principle you don't know, but then start reading about the how to's of, uh, not how to, the why things of your code. So that will actually evolve you as a developer from just writing code to writing a clean and readable code. 
Exactly, yeah. And and like the, the reading part of code is there's like a lot of tools these days, right, that you can use to clean up your code. So you don't even have to think about it. And there's tools that can already do it for you. Anything um, anything you suggest? Which tool? Yeah, like PHP Stan and those kind of things. Like they will help you to remove the extra spaces and make sure the brackets uh, are in the correct place. And that already cleans up your code a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if you have excessive, excessive code, like extra if statements, for example, there are also tools that can uh, do that. So they're, they're called static analysis tools mm-hmm. and they can help you with that. Um, and there's like a bunch of them out there, uh, but I wouldn't touch that like in the first year, maybe uh, that's mm-hmm. something for later. And it's not really yeah. the most important thing, but if you're working in a team, then it might be useful to have that. Right. So we, we, I think for Laravel, we have a Laristan built by Nuno, I believe, which is, yeah. which is, I think, a. uh, Created it's just a layer PHP. over PHP. Yeah, stand, layer right? yeah. Yeah. over the PHP stun. Yeah, I I think when I do the podcast with Nuno, I I think I need two hours and more than that because I need to talk to him <laughs> about each and every package he has created. Yeah, he has so, so many helpful. stuff going on. Yeah. So many stuff. And uh, obviously, uh, he's a really nice person. I, I met him when I, he was uh, here in India last time. 2019 I believe but it's really uh, amazing to see him up once again okay uh, Bobby so it's really amazing with you and uh, thank you once again Bobby for coming here and uh, it was really amazing talking